What is consciousness? The live stream of consciousness is on a quest to unravel the mystery of existence. Every episode, we ask the fundamental question that has captivated human minds for centuries. Is consciousness merely a product of our brains or does it connect us to something greater? Explore the very fabric of our thoughts. Don't miss a moment. Expand your awareness and tap into the boundless potential that resides within you. Welcome to the live stream of consciousness. <laughs> yes, welcome to the live stream of consciousness. Welcome back. If you are back, welcome here for the first time. If you're here for the first time, a lot of times my guests bring some new people to the table and some people are here for the first time. So welcome. Um, your energy is always appreciated here. Um, I even have, oh, do I have it nearby and handy? Where the heck did I put it? Oh, I even I have a little bell. That's my, oh, it's right here. My little new subscriber bell. If you tell me in the comments that you've subscribed, uh, I will ring the bell together and we'll create an uh, interactive moment um but i just wanted to say hello welcome to ninja kitty and my regulars tim welcome penny i see you out there uh thank you for showing up um i'm gonna welcome in advance any of the soma people who are here from from the class that i met tonight's guest at um i know a lot of people were excited to see this conversation so um we do have a bell ringer out there joyce schumann she subscribed Awesome. Thank you so much, Joyce. This is a bell from one of my listeners, and it just became the subscription bell, right? They always tell you to ring the bell on YouTube and stuff, so I actually have a bell to ring. Thank you so much for subscribing. You're helping this thing grow, whatever it is, uh, and I appreciate it. I see Tim out there in Brazil, always giving me my international flavor. Thank you, Tim. Um, I'm excited. Tonight's guest is somebody I met in the Akashic Records class. I've spoken about it here on the show. Um, and I met so many amazing people in that class. I felt like I was connected to each one and I haven't had the chance to actually spend one-on-one -on -one, uh, time with each one of them, but uh, I figured I might take the opportunity inviting them here and and doing that that's part of the purpose of this show right to interview everybody on this planet one at a time so that i can connect them to everybody else uh so i'm very very excited uh tonight's guest is uh wendy gale uh and it's interesting i noticed i'm starting to have a lot of the people that i talk to uh have near-death experiences in their past and i feel like there's a connection between kind of nearly crossing over to the other side and kind of experiencing it and bringing something back um, and then being able to share that wisdom or even be inspired at that point to explore that wisdom just from the experience. You know, I think that that's, you know, and, and also we found a lot of times I remember speaking to people, trauma was, was the thing that brought them to where they're at, even just, you know, even though it wasn't a near death experience, it was a traumatic upbringing or something like that, that, you know, brought them around to a spiritual journey. Uh, so Wendy Gale had a profound near-death experience, I'm reading from her website, uh, and that was the catalyst for her uh, spiritual awakening, completely altering the course for her life overnight, uh, a transformative event that ignited a deep passion within her to explore the realms of advanced healing, full-body trans-channeling, I can't wait to talk about that, uh, Akashic Records reading, and mediumship. 
um, uh, certification and an impressive 16 healing modalities. You know how I love all of the healing modalities. So I am super excited um, to welcome to the show and welcome to everybody uh, in the live stream of consciousness, Wendy Gale. Welcome. How are you doing? Hi, I'm well. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing great and I'm feeling wonderful having you here on the show. So double bonus. Um, this is a conversation I've been looking forward to a long time um, since since we were in that class. And I was always seeing you up in that little square and, <laughs> and feeling your energy um, and then kind of, you know, afterwards digging into your website a little bit. I haven't had the pleasure of actually seeing your channel, but some of the stories that were shared were amazing. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm hoping to at some point uh, experience that. But let's start the show. Uh, we have Grace Grell out there going to be a great show. We have uh, Lily Ninja Kitty welcoming Wendy. We have Tim welcoming Wendy. My mm -hmm. my listeners are always so welcoming. I love that. That's amazing. Um, so I, I mentioned the, that we have to kind of do a couple things and then I'm going to open the floor to you and hold space for you, which I'm excited to do. But the first couple things I like to do are ask these simple questions just to kind of, they're like prompts, right? So uh, the first prompt is, what is consciousness? What are we even talking about when we talk about consciousness? In, in my perspective, divine consciousness is who we truly are. I believe that is the essence of us. Mm -hmm. I know that we feel that we are our bodies, but guidance keeps telling me that we are so much more than what sits in our chair. And so the thought, the understanding that we are part of the whole, that we are the same as our guidance, the same as source mm -hmm. is that belief that I've, that I've really settled into over the years so I love consciousness, it. consciousness is us. <laughs> it's perfect. That's perfect. It's funny because I don't tell everybody what the first question is right on the show. But when I do, people get very nervous, like, oh, my God, how am I going to answer that? And I find that I've never had anybody go on and on and on about it. They they just find it right away. You know, they find, like you said, you. it was great to watch you respond to that question because the first thing you did was you took a nice breath. You were like, ah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you like, you prepared yourself for it. And so that was great. That was a wonderful, wonderful answer. Um, and I think the next question really leads right into um, you and holding space for you. Um, sometimes I have had like actors and different people on the show who I haven't really had spiritual conversations with. So I don't know where they're at, but I kind of know where you're at. So I know that, um, you know, you hold these beliefs. So the question is, if you have a moment that you can remember or a story that you can share that you realize that was like indicative of, okay, there's more to existence than just kind of reading, writing, arithmetic and what I'm taught at, in school and even at home, you know, um, there's more to it. There's other things. Is there a specific moment that you can remember? Wow. You know, I think that my biggest moment was when I recognized that all of the things that I wished I was clairvoyant, clairsentient, all of the clairs, I recognized that I, I was already psychic. And it was kind of one of those moments that surprised me so much because I answered a question that my teacher asked me and they looked at me and said, how did you, how did you know? And I said, I just knew. And when 
the whole conversation was over, I really had to take a look at, oh, I guess I am psychic, right? And had to begin to own it. And I think that that's one of the things that in our in our spiritual lives, we don't always own our gifts. We don't always own ourselves as uh, healers. We don't always own ourselves as channels. No. Right, right. That was it's true. a small but mighty moment for me. Yeah. It sounds amazing. And a lot of people, I think, don't don't feel worthy or they don't recognize that in themselves. But that sounds like a great moment. Do you remember what the question was? It was a really personal question that my teacher asked and she I, I don't remember what the question was it's been a long time ago okay but the it, moment it, stood out yeah the moment yeah, the, stood out I still remember the look on her face when I answered the question and mm -hmm. her response and how I felt it was mm -hmm. you know it's mm -hmm. it's one thing that's really stuck with me so that's awesome that's yeah. really awesome yeah. okay so so at a very young age you kind of recognized your own connection right but that was that was previous to your NDE, previous to the near death experience, or no? That was after. Yeah, I you know as a kid, <laughs> as a kid, I always knew that there were spirits. It was my parents. You know how parents are. Ah, you're just making it up. It's it's not real. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely knew that mm -hmm. there were angels and and things that watched me. So. I would get dressed in the closet so that they couldn't see me when I was. Wow! Really? Wow! That was what I would do as a right. kid. Right, right. Pretty. Funny. Like it even mattered. Your perception was like you had right. Yeah. Yeah, I had to hide in the closet to to change my clothes. But I really, I really am a late bloomer, Michael. I didn't even awaken to my spiritual journey until I was forty, and so. Wow. Yeah, and it was connected to the the near death experience. That was it. Just took me on a whole new trajectory in my life. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. So then, I'm imagining that you you had you realized this connection that you had, but you weren't pursuing it. You just were like accepting it from a young age, and just like, okay, I'm psychic. And from from then till forty, just is there anything that happens from then till forty, or not until the near death experience? Not. Not until the near-death experience. I I believed in ghosts. I believed in all of these things, but didn't really know that I had any special gifts. And I think that a lot of people are like that. because It's just kind of like a normal everyday occurrence to see things, hear things, feel things, and you don't think too much about it until something right. happens to really draw your attention to it. Right. Well, you know what? That You bring up something interesting there that there's two parts of it, right? There's the awareness of it uh, existing even, and then the awareness of your connection to it. Right. right? Um, and, and I think you're right. That does make a lot of sense. Cause I can remember growing up, like believing in ghosts and things and, and it's not, it's not, I realized at one point, so I say that when I was a kid, I was believing in ghosts, but there was a point in my adulthood that I exchanged the word believe for no. Because, it, you know, when I knew something, I knew it. It was just a feeling. It wasn't a belief. It was it was right. a knowing. Um, so, so you know, I always, you know, whatever I believe that that, that exists. But like you said, okay, so, so bring us to the near-death experience and what happened and how that 
changed everything. Yeah, I got I got very very ill, and we didn't quite know what it was. Thought it was a flu. Um, I was I was married. My husband was in the entertainment industry. Life was good, and I got sick and kind of came back from it, and then got sick again we thought it was a relapse and that happened three times the third time i was like just totally out of it for almost a week i didn't eat i hardly woke up i was just you know down for the count wow. and when i when i did wake up it was like i felt great i woke up i felt great and instead of saying wow i'm i'm well i'm healthy the the first conscious thought that I had was I'm a healer and I'm like what? <laughs> because up until that point in time I had no I had no thoughts like that I'd never even read a metaphysical book wow. and so um that that change um through the near-death experience I had a I had a walk-in experience and so through that soul exchange every, everything in my life changed my my relationship ended I you know my my job changed I I moved and it was like the beginning of a of a whole new life that was quite uh a, a little bit scary because I had no clue I have absolutely that, yeah, that's interesting and, and it's also interesting to me because I've I have heard that quite a few times in the last month or two. Um, the whole concept of the walk-in, what the what the walk-in experience is all about. Um, can you kind of explain that a little bit for anybody in my audience who might not know what that is? Okay. So sometimes it's called a soul exchange and that that kind of helps people understand a little bit better what it is and so it's done by agreement the souls have a soul contract a soul agreement that at a point in time when the soul that is inhabiting the body is complete with its journey that it will step out and a new soul will step in and move forward so that it you don't, you don't have to go from being born to get to a certain a certain place so okay, let me stop you there let me stop you there because this is great i love this um because I, I i've heard of it but i haven't had the, to be able to talk to anybody who actually experienced it so so i understand the part of the agreement what is the purpose of skipping that part of the human experience because i thought you know i mean i guess whatever i thought i mean it's it's said that you know the human experience is meant to be an experience as a human so yeah. splitting that between souls is an interesting concept so yeah. what would be the purpose of skipping that is okay. the question so so i think that for each individual it maybe there is a different purpose okay. for me what happened was and you know i've it's been a long time that I've been studying and, and trying to find information and, and make pieces fit on something that's a phenomenon that there's just not much information about. Mm -hmm. And what happened for me was, is that shortly before I got ill, my mom died. And you know that you can have one soul and multiple bodies in the same lifetime. And what had happened evidently was, is that that was the soul that 
you know, inhabited this body was a piece of my mom's soul. And when wow. she passed, when she passed, she, you know, then she reclaimed, <coughs> pardon me, reclaimed that aspect of her soul and the new, the new me stepped in, right? The new wow. soul. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Okay. So, so I guess that was going to be my next question was this new soul obviously has reference of the old soul and can yes you, so you had memory of of yourself and the the life that that soul had lived yes to to a degree okay. and and again people are very different i've spoken to people mm -hmm. that don't remember anything mm -hmm. i you know i have kids and i remembered my kids there was never any doubt that you know, I had kids, but a lot of the circumstances, a lot of the memories mm -hmm. um, from being young and, and a teenager were just gone or very, very fuzzy. I had to work. Not very really, specific, right. Really hard, right. Yeah. The, the interesting thing is, is that, you know, our, our cells hold on to, to cellular memory. So there's, when you're superimposing a, a different soul into the physical body, it, it adds its, it adds its element to your energy and your body, but also can pick up on the memory that's already there. So, mm -hmm. and I would imagine also, I mean, especially with the concept of the Akashic records that there's already a soul connection there between your kids. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's much more than just the life there that you're living with the kids. It's, it's right. a soul connection with those kids anyway. Right. So, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So, so I, you know, didn't recognize I had no training, no point of reference whatsoever. And I was living um, in uh, near Santa Monica, California at the time. And I was at the outdoor mall with uh, a bunch of friends. And the first time I heard the terminology walk in was I'm walking along and here comes a, a guy, full buckskin outfit, with all the fringes and <laughs> and he walks straight up to me and I'm like, Oh, hello. <laughs> and he said, spirit wants me to tell you that you're a walk-in. And I'm like, um, okay. Okay. Thank you. And then he just like left that happened six times, six different people. I went to a, wow. uh, I went to a channeling circle with, I'd never been, you know, to a channeling circle. I didn't know the channel. I'd never met anybody there. I just showed up. Mm -hmm. And um, as the woman was channeling, the, the guide like points at me and goes, you're a walk-in. You, you know, you, you need to get it together. <laughs> you have work. Wow. And it was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so part of the idea of a walk-in is, is a very, it's a mission, right? It's like you're, you've come, you come with a purpose, yeah. um, already equipped with with the the spiritual tools and and connection to the power within yourself. Um, yeah. Wow. You, I think you still have to excavate all of that. Okay. Right. I think that you still have to excavate all of that because there's uh, there's word. such like that word. such a such a difference in before and and after and some people you know 
it's it's hard to come back from for some people. They're you know, labeled schizophrenic or you know ADD, put on medication. It's it's challenging. So, sure. yeah. and is there always that um, relationship, like a soul connection with the walk-ins? Or I mean, I'm imagining probably right. It sounds like there's some yeah. sort of soul connection there anyway, right? To make an agreement, they have to be connected yeah. somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. There has to be some sort of a a soul connection for the agreement to be made. Mm -hmm. And you know, for for many people that have gone through the experience, right? They they have to uncover what it is that they're here to do. They don't automatically come in knowing what they're supposed to do. Right. And, and again, so I talk to a lot of people. I, I help people. I seem to be a magnet for the walk-ins and I help them kind of find their balance, get into the physical body and begin to understand what the path looks like, because that's, that's why that's why we're here, right? That's why the the phenomenon occurs. And and it's happening more frequently on the planet now than it did when it happened for me almost 30 years ago. Sure. Right? sure. And and there's more walk-in experiences happening now because of the help that's needed on the planet. So yeah, I actually, I definitely want to get back to that because I want to talk about what's what's going on with humanity, right? What's going on right now with humanity? Um, this is awesome. Oh my god, you're so much fun to talk to. <laughs> um, if anybody out there, by the way, has any questions, this is—I know this is like kind of you know—I I feel like I—it's I, a safe place, you know, where you can talk about this stuff and people aren't going to tell you you're wacko, and 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 it's fascinating because. <laughs> Again, for me, and I was telling you this earlier, Wendy, I know so many people who practice so many modalities and they all feel the same to me. They all feel so powerful and real. And and like, again, like it's not like, OK, I, well, I believe in tarot and I believe in this. It's like I know that those things are actual conduits, you know, yeah. to energy. Um, but like you were saying, like everybody's different. So so even as you were describing that in the walk in um in in the concept of walk-ins like every walk-in is going to be different well that just makes perfect sense right and i think i think just that simple knowledge and kind of compassion is 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 really some something missing in today is just to understand like okay you may believe something and that may be a hundred percent absolutely your truth but yeah. that doesn't mean it's the truth for somebody else right um and and and, and just understand people have such a hard time understanding that you know what i mean like well how could if it's the truth it's the truth well it's like it's a perspective you know it's it's you know yeah. and you know i love yeah. those memes that show like drawings from different angles from one angle it looks like lines from the top it looks like circles you know and right. it, it's like you know it's so simple to understand so i wish more people understand that so okay so talk to me about when did channeling come into the picture that's that's something i really want to talk about okay so i started um connecting with guidance in 1991 wow and i started connecting with a group of people that 
were healers and channels. And, and I felt like it was healers and channels and Wendy, right? I didn't, I didn't, you didn't know where you fit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know where I fit. Right. But, um, I, I did begin to study all the healing modalities and started to learn to, to channel after much arm twisting. I had a beautiful friend and teacher, mm -hmm. um, that was an extraordinary channel. And it's like, I used to sit and listen to her and say, oh, I wish I could do that. Right. And I was so immersed in learning how to be a healer. I was like, no, I'm not a channel. I don't have time to be a channel. It doesn't resonate. And she finally sat me down and said, I can see the energy coming out of your, your mouth when you're, when you're, you know, doing things. Wow. And so, yeah. And so the first guide that I connected with was Archangel Michael. And, and then it just kind of exploded from there. I've actually studied uh, channeling for 15 years, studied wow. art. Of well, I was going to say, you said 1990. I'm like, that's over 30 years of, of yeah. I've been channeling for about 33, about 33 years almost. Wow. And yeah. Penny says, says now people do that with you. <laughs> so, and it's, and it's, it's my passion. I have a feeling that's one of the reasons we're talking, but we'll talk, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> um, you know, I feel very close to, again, to all of these modalities. And I feel like there are modalities inside me just trying to, get out like trying to figure out how to get out and and yeah. it's all good i'm uh, you know i love it i love having these conversations it really you know really makes me feel like my i feel like seeds get planted and my i can feel them germinate in my brain you know and sure. and, and it feels good so so i love doing this so okay so you started with archangel michael grace is saying archangel michael we all love archangel michael yes we do um, and um I guess I'm going to kind of jump jump ahead for you because you you uh, oh I didn't even put it up you have a web page uh called uh Metatron's Mystical Muse which I love the moniker yeah. that you have yes. given yourself um so so I think most people are familiar with Archangel Michael um but not everybody's familiar with Metatron so mm -hmm. is is there a story in between or does it just go right to Oh no there's there's a story I I channeled many different different beings, and at one point in time, I used to joke. I felt like the the runway at LAX, right? They would wow. they would come in, I'd work, and then they'd leave, right? And I was like, wait, but wait, because I always wanted that deep <laughs> relationship, and it was like that wasn't happening. But I could close my eyes in meditation, and I could see all the guides lined up like in a in a row, and at the end of the row was this big energy and I had no clue who it was. And I just continued to do my work, keep my head down, practice and learn and learn and learn. And then finally, um, Metatron stepped forward in 2008. And so he and I've been working together pretty exclusively since then. Okay. So like 17, 18 years later. Yeah. 15, wow. yeah, 15 years. Yeah. Oh, 15 years later. Okay. Yeah, 15 years later. Yeah. Okay. So can you give me just again for, for, can you describe Metatron? Uh, 
I know that I'm trying to figure out how to even ask the question. <laughs> so if you had a best friend, somebody with just the most amazing sense of humor and, and somebody who irritated the Dickens out of you sometimes that's Metatron, right? <laughs> he's, he's all, he pokes me, right? He, because he's teaching me, he teaches me so that then I can share with other people, but it can, it can be frustrating. Um, he he's massive he's a massive energy and you could put a thousand metatron channels in a room and we would all connect with metatron differently and we would bring through a different a different essence of his vibrational frequency right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i know that wow. the work i know that the work that he and i do is about you know, teaching people to channel, or not teaching them to channel, but help the, helping them to remember that they are channels, that they are right. oracles, right. and um, and working. He's very diligent working with the walk-ins. He is also beginning to work with the loved ones of psychic children, so the children can stay awake and and not have to shut down. Right, and right. that that's an important thing too. That's so, a great a great thing happening now too. I think as yeah. people, the children are being born into families which which who are encouraging it and not you know, yeah. not saying oh no you don't seeing fake friends or whatever it might be. I just want to uh, acknowledge Kathy uh, Stevenson. I'm so happy that she made it in. She was trying to get in and get the link and everything. And uh, she says we all love Metatron and Wendy wow. and. Uh, Raven Adams, also a Metatron fan out there. Oh, Mickey. he's amazing. Yes, he is. <laughs> Mickey I love Metatron's vibration. I love, I love. So for me, um, I, I, you go to your website, which is down uh, at the bottom of the screen right now. And mm -hmm. the first thing you see is that sacred geometry that it, uh, that's not the flower of life. What is that? That's a, that's Metatron, it, a symbol for it's Metatron? The Metatron's cube. Metatron's cube. Right, right. That's what it was. Yeah. I was trying to and, think of it. And Metatron's cube holds all of the sacred geometry that that we know so far. Metatron says that there's there's more as we as we evolve, we'll be connecting to more sacred geometry. But he, you know, that symbol holds all of the sacred geometrical shapes in yeah. one thing. No. Yeah. It's really interesting because I feel like, uh, oh, Ellen's out there. I say hello to Ellen. Uh, I feel like um, sacred geometry, especially uh, images like this, I feel like, you know, it's the same thing. There's this kind of, you have a resonation with it. You know, I can remember from a young child, you know, mm -hmm. resonating with these kinds of symbols and images and not really knowing why they were just kind of cool geometrically yeah. or whatever. Um, but, you know, as you, as you learn a little bit about dimensions and, and what it represents, um, I think it's, it's, yeah. it's really interesting and, and it becomes cool. And, um, yeah. you know, I think, for me, I don't know if we've ever discussed this. Some of the people on uh, who watch the show have seen some of my artwork. I started to do uh, some photography um, and then taking that and using digital manipulation to uh, use symmetry and kind of create these. I call them human dollars because they look like mandalas, but they're made from photos of people. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't, you know, it was like that just happened. And, and I never really was a fan of mandala art. You know, like I said, sacred geometry, I kind of, uh, you know, I 
resonated with, but like just mandala patterns were not specific to me. And then suddenly it kind of came through in my art. So you talk about channeling. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, you know, my experience with channeling is, is looking back in my life and being like, I can remember, you know, when I'm 20 years old playing in a band with my friends and just that moment of connecting with the music and what I'm doing and playing and connecting with the other souls that were doing it at the same time with me, we were all kind of channeling. We were summoning this vibration, you know, and tuning into this uh, thing and, and, you know, being able to look back and recognize, okay, that's what, that's what, you know, Wendy's doing and Lynn is doing when they're, you know, bringing forth Metatron or, or Archangel Michael. Um, and then over the years I've experienced, you said you've channeled many people. So tell me if this is in your experience as well. I've experienced people who have channeled great, um, artists and musicians right. like John Lennon, uh, George Harrison, Pablo Picasso, um, you know, people who are channeling spirits and the things that happen and the experiences these people have are just mind blowing sometimes, you know, yeah. people who have no experience with music, uh, not even knowing how to write a song, but going into a, a studio with musicians and being like, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm hearing. And what they produce is it sounds like John Lennon wrote it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, 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 it's extraordinary. It's really yeah, it, it's really yeah. extraordinary. So, you know, I feel like those are the things you can't deny, you know, and the same thing with psychic mediums, you know, certainly there are stories and things you see growing up where you're like, eh, you know, you're skeptical about it, but then you meet people who are very genuine and, mm -hmm. you know, just, you can't deny the things that they're saying, you know, and right. where are they getting this information from? Right. right. It's just right. Like, Right. You know, yeah. 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 And I think that, I think that the really great thing to remember is that we're all channels. Yeah. We, we were created that way. And I think that at some point in time, that was just the normal way that everyone lived in, mm -hmm. in resonance, in, you know, communicating through telepathy and, I believe that we are receiving all the time. It can be messages, music, it can be, you know, uh, scientific discoveries. There's just so much that, that happens that they don't call it channeling, but in truth, it's, it's channeling. <laughs> Everybody channels. So Everybody you, channels. Yeah. Yeah. You've got me thinking here and listen, we're on the same page and I think, uh, you know, people in the audience are on the same page, but I'm almost starting to think that people who are spiritual also are kind of by nature conspiracy theorists <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> because, because what happened, right? I mean, like I, I, believe just like you did we existed in this different state and and things changed right and mm -hmm. and if you start to think about why then you start to get into possible conspiracy theories of why right mm -hmm. um but even even it might be even bigger than that right i mean not conspiracy yeah. theories about the government but even bigger like anunnaki you know you start talking about the stories of ancient yeah. you know ancient man or ancient humanity yeah. and things like that and yeah. You know, yeah. there's a bigger story to that. That I agree. is also very conspiracy theorist, right? Yeah, kind of, it it um, it seems like conspiracy theory, but I think that when you really 
take it out of the realm of the head or out of the realm of the left brain and get it into that right brain and and feel the truth of it instead of trying to figure things out mm -hmm. that we have a greater capacity for mm -hmm. finding the truth for right. receiving receiving right. the truth so right. And, and I think that uh, Metatron, of course, I told you, shares things with me all the time. And he talks about energy, vibration, and everything is vibration. And the density upon this planet has shifted and changed over millennia. And so the, the different levels of energy or the density of energies impacts you know, our ability to, to receive the messages and absolutely and, and to be the divine conduit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a couple of good uh, comments here. I want to just recognize we have Brian out there, a uh, Archangel Metatron geometric perfection casted through the human vessel couples real well with Archangel Michael as the yeah. two pillars of truth that pour equally through the very best of you. And, and I, I, I feel like it's true. I feel like when people tap into those vibrations of being their best selves and doing the things that they love, that amplifies that just because it snowballs, right? You start to see the, uh, the effects of letting go into those vibrations. Uh, I see Kristen out there. Love Wendy and Metatron. So happy to be here. Kristen, I have right. a bell that I ring. If you subscribe and you let me know that you subscribed only because I've never seen your name. Welcome. I love, I love that you're here and, and uh, bringing your energy. And then Brian is saying, I see assemblages by which thy speaks. Um, I'm not <laughs> familiar with the quote, but I'm imagining you are the way you're giggling. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like, Humanity is at a, an amazing place, and it's it's really weird to say that out loud because it's you're surrounded by so much fear of where humanity is in in the in the kind of regular world, right? Uh, and and in the spiritual community, I think there's there's a, an excitement about where we're at because the shift is, you know, I guess kind of like a butterfly, right? Going through metamorphosis, you know, there's this kind of moment of like, it seems like excruciating pain to get to that state, but that state is, is beautiful afterwards, right? Yeah. That, that yeah. metamorphosis. And, yeah. and I think, I think that's a, a good way to look at what's happening with humanity is, is we're going through that, uh, that metamorphosis right now. Yeah, that, that rebirth. And sometimes it's hard to, it's hard to remember because things are painful. It's hard to remember that it's all in divine order, that there's nothing outside of the purview of, of source. And mm -hmm. so just to, to understand that even if we don't have the big picture, that something, something's happening. So mm -hmm. The I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today about um, the the war in Israel and and um, I was saying that Metatron had told me that it's a perfect reflection of of duality of separation mm -hmm. and that here we are in a really big way we have the opportunity to heal. Right. We have the opportunity to heal this, this piece. And mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's 
many of us that are very hopeful that this is beautiful, beautifully said and expressed. And I, I was having a conversation with my mother earlier and, and I feel like I, I don't always get through to her. God bless my mother. I love her. And I actually, I posted a photo of my mother after the, the conversation that we had, I found a photo popped up on my phone, of course. Right. That was like, Oh, there's my, and I'm like, Oh, she's so beautiful. And I was just like, I never really, do this and i posted on facebook my beautiful mother just 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 saying hi and here she is and there was so much great response to it uh yes. but anyway but i was having a conversation with her about the moment of what's going on mm -hmm. and i said this is a great moment for humans to recognize accountability right and yes. And period, like not side with who do you stand with? You know what I mean? It's not about that. It's you're either for this or against this kind of behavior, period, right? I mean, that's and, and I think it's a good opportunity for humanity to uh, to see that uh, as horrible as it is. You know, there are there are, I think, certain things that, you know, you kind of come to peace with as far as duality goes. Right. Because good exists and evil exists and there's a reason for both of those you know um sometimes it's easier than others to to swallow yeah. right you know yeah. I, could, I could hear my mother choking up as we talked about the current situation you know um yeah. you know and just and just being grateful you know that that we're here and and safe but also hoping for for peace with the rest of the world yes. um so so I've got a couple of other questions that, that might take us a little further out in another direction. Before I do that, I just want to kind of give you the stage and and let you talk about, um, you know, your relationship with with the, the entities that you channel and 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 what you do. And in, in other words, like the services that you offer people and where okay. you where you focus these abilities to help people. Okay, so yeah. I used to say I teach, <laughs> but really I, I channel Metatron who teaches. <laughs> and so um, he will uh, bring together pieces of knowledge and, and create classes for people to begin to expand their awareness and to expand their consciousness. One of my favorite things is is sharing channeling with people and helping them to find that within themselves and be able to to use it more fully in their lives and i have found because i've been teaching i've been teaching channeling for over 20 years and and i find that there's no place that channeling can't weave in any job any relationship anything you know there's mm -hmm. channeling fits and so mm -hmm. that's one of the great one of the great things and i love doing the healing work um, after studying the Akashic records, Metatron created a, a slightly new modality that he calls Akashic perineum work, which is um, releasing the body uh, trauma. And so that okay. is, that's also really exciting. And so, and isn't I that just- like, Isn't that like an energetic exercise? How, how is that? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Is it like a key exercise or an energetic exercise? Um, the Akashic perineum healing is is releasing the the trauma that's held in the perineum of the body, and mm -hmm. he says that uh, that is the Akashic records of the physical body. So he's created a way to to release that. 
and and then just being with people. I love to I love to uh, facilitate retreats and just my my students become my friends become my family and I love it. I have That's the awesome. most beautiful extended family. That's I'm lucky. Awesome. I'm so I'm I'm so blessed. If you'd have told me 33 years ago that I would be sitting here today doing this work as my way of being in the world, I would mm -hmm. have I would have thought you had a hole in your head. But uh -huh. you know, but but here we are. Right? Well, I think I think um, the the secret to that is authenticity. Um, I think that um, you know a lot of people can be like, oh, happiness and roses in life and and this and that, and not really believe it or be in touch with it. You know, within themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that uh, you know, as much as this great shift is happening and people are getting in touch, there's a lot of people kind of jumping on a bandwagon and, and kind of seeing it as an opportunity. Oh, I can tell people that I know how to help themselves, but really they haven't even helped themselves yet. You know what I mean? Um, right. I do. And, yeah. and, 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 and sometimes I don't think sometimes it's necessarily even intentional. Um, I think that people do feel like, Oh, I'm going to help heal people. Mm -hmm. And I see people going on social media and, and, saying a lot of great things and i can see that they're talking to themselves that they've they're trying to convince themselves of these these right. great things and and yeah. that's a good thing too you know the wisdom is the wisdom is right you know right. what i mean um yeah. but but you know everybody's kind of kind of got to get right you know what i mean and i i agree and one of the big things that metatron talks about is discernment and mm. it doesn't matter if the information is coming from metatron and i or any any other being on the planet to mm -hmm. to really feel it how it resonates for you because again just because it's someone else's truth or a message that a channel brings through doesn't mean that you have to say yes to that to that information and mm -hmm. so that is something that I, I believe that we need more of is people using their discernment in, in all things. Mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's an important tool, particularly now when there's so many ways to be fooled. Right. I, I was well, having you, a conversation about that too. Right. I, yeah, but wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say, and I guess I'm just thinking out loud. Um, wouldn't you say also because of the idea of, of the different perceptions and everybody's different that some of, like I said, some of that channeling information that may not make sense to you, or is that what you're saying really? Is that some, you know, because one of the other questions that I wanted to talk about in the direction I said might take us out there a little bit is the connection to kind of, um, otherworldly mm -hmm. realms and entities right so so you talk about archangel michael and i guess when you talk about metatron you're you are kind of talking about a more universal source yeah. than a and then an earthly source right so right. so my question is really uh outside the cosmology of it all right so so do you channel um let's say other uh star systems galactic entities or is it all kind of more like um archangel michael and more um i don't want to say religion based but but earthly based i know. i go broad and and wide i i work with many different galactic beings and many different let's call them uh species of of galactic beings 
different councils and I'm not working with them constantly, but mm -hmm. it seems like that they'll, they'll come in to my awareness to work and bring a piece of information and, and an assistant. So it's not just the, the normal, the archangels, those that we're always really um, hearing about, but mm -hmm. it's like, and, and Metatron really is great for helping the you know, the expansion of my consciousness so that you know, I can, I can kind of pull that to me and, mm -hmm. and work with it. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of all over the place. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what, so, so I was telling my daughter that, that, you know, I'm kind of a, <laughs> psychotic psychic right <laughs> like, you know a little here a little there some of this right. some of that right 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 well i think um you used the word earlier the, the word conduit right like yes. i feel like um once you kind of attain a certain I'm going to call it a few things, right? Attain a certain like knowledge, right? But that's also a certain frequency, right? That you kind of become this conduit. And, and so there are other entities that maybe sense that and are like, oh, there's this conduit and they, they kind of zone in on it and can bring it. So you, you mentioned particularly kind of uh, channeling 17 or beyond that probably more like infinite you know what i mean i feel like i feel like you know there's infinite possibilities right so it's just like absolutely you yeah. never know you know you you can just channel a being that is you know xyz yeah. you know what i mean right. that's what they call themselves and yeah, yeah. You know. and and one of the cool things is is that when i'm um mentoring people because that's one of the things that i do as mentor um mm -hmm. i get to be in connection with all kinds of beings because they're coming through my students as well and it's just it's extraordinary it's it's really extraordinary very cool I've gotten, I've gotten to um experience some things that have just permanently been etched on my heart so yeah that's awesome yeah. etched on your heart did you say or your art yeah. permanently etched, etched on, on my your heart, heart. <laughs> okay okay i was gonna say oh i didn't even because I, I did a little research i'm like i didn't know you were an artist i didn't see any okay good good permanently yes on your no, heart no that's great no, no i have <laughs> i have i have experienced some truly phenomenal things like you said kind of um just in in company right of of people who who um channel and and i did a, a weekend um with you know particularly handpicked people who were kind of very high vibe and I, I was it was such a great thing and I've told the story so I don't want to get into it too much but I was there um, as a photographer so so I was kind of bartering my services but as a photographer part of the weekend was offering each person a a portrait of themselves kind of in this different environment we were at this beautiful house with all these different places to shoot and everything and because of this situation that I was in I had a much different experience than everybody else because I was the only one who got to spend 20 minutes individually with everybody uh, and, and talk to them a little bit about who they were and what they liked in order to get this portrait. And that was my thing as a photographer. Uh, and even why I was there is because I had been told, you know, oh, you captured a part of me that I don't think anybody else has ever seen, you know? Um, and um, so this one particular woman, um, she told me uh, that her one of her guides was Pablo Picasso. 
and that Pablo Picasso had told her to tell me this and that I would understand it. And, and Pablo Picasso said to her that I should shoot the photo of her um, through the, either like through the window, like maybe she's outside and I'm inside and shooting it through the window or a reflection in a window. Like that's what she said to me. And I had just happened to have gotten the week before a gift from somebody, this, this thing called a lens ball, which is like a crystal ball that photographers use to take photos of and, and it like inverts the image. And it's just a cool little kind of prop. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I, I pulled it out. I was like, I guess I'm supposed to use this, you know, with you. And uh, we took a portrait of her, but it was just such a, an amazing experience because again, just her relaying what she said to me, I could have been like, you're a kook. You know what I mean? But I just like, I knew it was real. Like I was like, awesome. Yeah. Like Pablo Picasso is kind of tapping on my shoulder. You know what I mean? And that, that felt really, really amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great story. Yeah. 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 I love, I love telling it. Thank you. Um, uh, Raven is asking, is there a specific star being that you love working with? Good question. Hmm. I'm, I work, I love working, um, with the Elohim. And I know that they are not traditionally considered star beings, mm. but um, I really like working with them because of their connection to a lot of the star beings. I love connecting with Ashtar and the Ashtar command. Um, they are an extraordinary consciousness. I also like working with what's called the great white brotherhood of light. Uh, they are, you know, uh, they're, they're Metatron's companions quite often. And, and it, it's like a, it's like a powwow sitting down in a circle of all of these beings with, with Metatron. And it's, oh, and wow. it's really, it's really extraordinary. Yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Super exciting. I, and, and I love uh, one of the things, again, that I, I feel like is important is authenticity. Right. And I love the fact that um, that people are able to talk about these things like openly, you know, um, and 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 because, you know, I think 10 years ago or 20 years ago, they were so far out there, you know, like when I first heard of channelers and the Galactic Council. I was just like, what are they talking about? You know what I mean? And I was just like, yeah. I was like, you know, and I've always been like, hey, man, you know, whatever floats your boat, you know what I mean? Um, but it just, it just through the year started to kind of make sense and come around and make other connections. You know what I mean? Um, you know, yeah. everything, everything's so connected and it's so cool to like kind of dig down these rabbit holes and, and see how things are connected. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. You know, well, and, well, maybe maybe I can come another time in and I'll channel Metatron. I I would be honored to have anybody channel anybody, but to have you specifically because I know I know every so many people have said so many great things about you, Wendy. Uh, when I said I'm having you on the show, everyone's like, "Oh my God, I love Wendy!" Like people I didn't even you know, and people who weren't in our class. Um, so I was just, I was really happy that I had connected with you and, 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 you. you know, gotten this opportunity and you are, you have been a, a, such a wonder to talk to. I'm so, I'm glad we got this point. I definitely, I feel like we have not even, you know, the tip of the iceberg. We didn't even, we just grazed the tip of the iceberg right. here, I think. There's um, so much more. There's always more, right? There's totally. always more. I always tell people, I don't set a, a new year's resolution. Mm -hmm. I just sit down and I ask, what's the more? 
And mm-hmm. so there's always more. Mm-hmm. Always more. Awesome. 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 Well, I, I, I don't want to necessarily sign off early. I want to, I, we still got a couple of minutes here. Um, if you're good, I mean, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I did realize, I did realize I'm getting old and this is late. This is late for a show. Like I should, <laughs> I should be in my pajamas. Um, I don't know if anybody noticed, but I adopted this vest as my live stream of consciousness vest that whatever shirt I'm happen to be wearing, I just pop on the vest and it looks like I, I came dressed for the occasion. So I figured, uh, this is my new live stream of consciousness. <laughs> vest. Um, let me ask you a question. Um, did you enjoy your experience? T- this evening absolutely yeah, this, this oh yeah experience. absolutely absolutely yeah. good yeah. good i'm excited i feel like i feel like um like like we were talking about earlier like you know all of these things i've i've been the, the akashic records was the first time i really sat down and took a class to develop my intuition and i certainly feel like i tapped into my intuition um yeah. but i feel like there's yeah. there's so much more um you know to learn and explore and the and the right thing is just going to knock me on the head and i do feel like this is part of that that path is you know this will bring the right people to me to have the right discussions right. you know to, to trip that right information and uh and and it'll happen which is why i want to continue to talk to you after after i stick you in the green room grace grella sure. says it work, works great um um and I, I definitely love it so i guess i guess i will ask you if you have any kind of uh words of wisdom or uh you know from my audience as far as like mm. just life and and living happy and um mm. if you if you again if you you feel like everybody can channel and you want them to know that is there some advice towards that and you know what i mean mm-hmm. so if you're interested in learning how to channel if you're really wanting to to further your your spiritual journey i think the key is surrendering surrendering a lot of your perceptions surrendering where you hang on to things even surrendering your need to know because sometimes our need to know holds holds us back and to be in that place of just being as fluid and as as neutral as possible and then it's like magic happens blessings occur things things end up in your lap that you would have never in a thousand years anticipated and so if anybody is feeling like they're stuck please don't give up just keep checking in with your guidance keep taking care of yourselves and and it'll come around i promise i that's promise. right everybody's here for a reason and and that reason is is you you know the you are the reason you're here to be to be you i always say that you know i mean that's it's just so clear right when you realize that you're just like why did i never know that <laughs> it just seems so obvious <laughs> because that's we're not taught right yeah, we right. we aren't taught that's right grace says wendy is wonderful and that i am vested in the show uh thank you grace i I love grace's humor um well again wendy i definitely will have you back you've you've offered it so i'm going to take you up on your offer for you to to come back and channel that that that's great i mean when you channel how long do you do that for just so i know just so i can set that up like can you channel for an hour 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I think my longest, my longest stint without a break was five hours. Wow. Five hours of channeling. Raven's out there saying that great job, yeah. guys. Thank you. Yeah. Five hours seems like a lot of channeling. And and how's yeah. what do you feel like after that? Are you exhausted? I imagine you uh, are. Pooped, a little poop, right? <laughs> but but not bad. And there's some people in the audience today that have actually been there with me when I've channeled extended amounts of time. So awesome. I'm I'm hoping to experience some of that with you for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna put you in the green room. I'm gonna say thank you okay. for being here. Uh, I'm gonna say goodbye to my folks and uh, I will talk to you in just a minute. Thanks for thanks for coming. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, awesome. Oh wow! Awesome. Are you guys? Are you guys as uh, energized as I am from that? That was really awesome. I'm gonna do my breath. Ready? Are we ready to take a deep breath in? Breathe in. Breathe out. Awesome. Oh my God! This show. This is this is my my meditation. This is my happy place, um, and that's why I come back every week. And I, I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we got uh, Kathy saying awesome. We got Joyce saying thank you. We got Penny saying I subscribed. I'm gonna ring the bell. So Penny, thank you, Penny, for subscribing. You have rung my bell. Um, great job, Raven Adams. Thank you. Great show, Shari. Thank you guys so much for being here. You, you don't understand. That gets me so pumped even more for this. That's that's just amazing. And and Leela, who's been there since day one, says, oh my God, freaking amazing show, Mike. Thank you so much. Next week, I have Stefano DeFray, who is a really interesting character. You're going to love him. He is a, a an actor, but he's also a director. Um, he's actually hired me to... He, he hired me to do my first paying acting job. I was actually in one of his movies, my only paying acting job, but it was a lot of fun. And, and I love being on independent movie sets, which is, is where I met him. He's coming up next week. So uh, join me next week. And until then, peace out guys. Good seeing you.